Welcome to Real Life Real Equity Podcast with your hosts, Justin and Keisha Brooks. Hey, welcome to the show. Our goal is to share with you real life examples of entrepreneurs who are winning in both life and business. As real estate investors, our mission is to model, educate, and inspire you to act by sharing easy to implement tools, ideas, and information to add more worth to your net worth, more cash to your cash flow, helping you achieve your goals in less time. Welcome to the show. You know, I was reflecting on the progress I made over the last year, and it led me to the question, what's the one thing we can do to take our results to an even higher level? Keisha and I spend a lot of time focusing on our goals, and we typically plan our year in the fourth quarter. This year, we're going to do that by attending the One Thing Couples Goal Setting Retreat. So this retreat is going to help us establish a clear vision, set clear five-year and one-year goals, and then create alignment and support with the people vital to our success. We wanted to share this with you because we find massive value in setting goals. This retreat is in Austin, Texas on November 9th and 10th. If you want to join, go to realliferealequity.com forward slash goals to attend the event. It's put on by The One Thing and it's going to be life-changing. The One Thing concept has already made a substantial impact on our life and our business. And so as you know, no one succeeds alone. How powerful would it be if the people vital to your goals helped you set them and could support you in them? Again, if you're interested in setting your goals for 2020, go to realliferealequity.com forward slash goals to attend this event. Again, the event's November 9th and 10th in Austin, Texas, and we hope to see you there. Yes, see you there. All right, all right, welcome back to the show. We're super excited. Today is us. We're in this thing. We're excited. Yes, it's been a while. We've had a lot of special guests. Yeah, man, we <laughs> want to give a huge shout out to all our guests. Yeah, I mean, God, we have some we have some amazing guests. We got some still going to end out the year. We got some pretty heavy hitters. I yes. mean, oh my God, if you only knew what we know right now, <laughs> whoo, man. Anyway, we want to take some time to really talk about what it is we do. As you just heard, one of uh, the things that we are big on is goal setting. So yes. definitely check out the 2019 Couples Goal Setting Retreat put on by The One Thing. We were so privileged to be asked to share this with our audience. So just know if you're going to attend, we will be there. Um, we're excited to be there. Uh, let us know. Drop us a message. You can always email us at info at realliferealequity.com and let us know you're going to be there. I yes. mean, we're excited. Yes, for sure. Goal setting is something that we like to do before the new year starts. Absolutely. It's very important to us and it yeah. has truly helped us get to where we are now. Yep. We typically go to the real estate guys. That's where we started. Real estate guys, uh, goal setting retreat during the new year. Correct. Uh, conflicting schedules uh, have not allowed us to be able to attend this year. Um, or last year, but one of the things that we consistently do is find some goal setting retreat that allows us to get secluded away from our kids. Yes. And actually execute on a facilitated goal setting workshop. So, what we want to start off today with is we had a couple of our guests ask us what exactly is real life, real equity. This episode is going to be an attempt to not only answer that. Talk about the branding, the marketing behind it, 
and how you can implement that in your own business. You see, we are huge on reality. We don't believe that we are some kind of magical unicorn that nobody can duplicate. We create models that are duplicatable. We're going to share those models with you today. Yes. So with that being said, let's start off like Real Life Real Equity is a brand that is all about the realities of entrepreneurship. That's correct. It's transparency. Talking about the boring, sometimes mundane, laborious, unsexy parts of entrepreneurship. We see a lot of the videos on social media that talk about, you know, how easy it is to be an entrepreneur, how you just, you know, go to the marketplace and if you create it, they'll come, right? Right, right. And it's a whole bunch of different aspects to business. As you all probably already know, I've read hundreds upon hundreds of books on um, real estate, business, finance, personal development. And even with all of that, I still don't know everything it is to know about business. There's uh, thousands upon thousands of books to read on business. So when it comes to entrepreneurship and business, there's always something to learn. Um, But one of the things we found to be most valuable is being able to put together a team. Yes, yes, that's correct. Real Life Real Equity has truly grown over the last year. We do have a team behind the scenes, and um, there's some amazing people. We truly appreciate them. William is our editor. He's just amazing. And then we have Jennifer. A lot of you, she'll often reach out to our guests. They're familiar with who she is. Um, And we have a couple other team members on the team that help put the pieces together. But there is just so many things that have come about with Real Life Real Equity over the last year that we want to share with you and also want to give you the opportunity to be a part of. Yeah, so some of the things that people have asked us to do is share with them resources. Yes. You know, the team members, like we just said, you know, we have editors in the background. We have people who help us with our public relations. Uh, We have a public relations manager and Jennifer. Um, We have administrative assistants. We have transcribers. How do we find all these people? We use a lot of virtual assistants. Yes. A lot of people who we have never met face to face, but have a track record of executing on a high level. And it takes some time to build that skill. But that's one of the skills of entrepreneurship, being able to create leverage by using other people's time, skills and abilities. Yes. But then also making sure that your team members understand the vision. Yeah, that's huge. I think that's really important oh my God. Um, in your business, no matter what you're doing, yeah. making sure you explain to them, this is what we want, this is the vision, and then making sure they're a good asset to the team. Yeah, because mission, vision, and values are the thing that once you create and implement, you'll know almost immediately whether the team members are a good fit for you because they will align with your mission mm-hmm. or they won't. Trust us when I say (laughs) I probably went through a dozen editors before picking the right editor for us. Yeah. And everything changes. So Mm -hmm. if you pick an editor and we've done this, we pick team members who we've outgrown rather quickly. So don't be afraid to replace people that aren't performing. What's the old saying? Hire slow, fire fast. Yes. So, (laughs) you know, one of the most toxic things you can do is leave the wrong person in your business too long. We're also learning this about customers, leaving the wrong customer in your business too long. Might be something you think about. I mean, (laughs) something to think about. Relationships in general, having the wrong relationship in general in your life too long, you know in your gut if it's wrong. Right. You know, and then you need to check to make sure it's not you. 
Yeah. Well, and then another thing just to add to that, what Justin is saying, if you already have the system in place, don't be in fear of firing someone. Yeah. Because if the system's in place, any person that can fill that role will be able to just come right in and keep the train moving. Yeah, absolutely. So we're doing masterminds. We're creating a mastermind. And to be clear, we typically hear the word mastermind and we hear or we think of or we see a seminar-like environment. Yeah. Um, I was just rereading The Law of Success by Napoleon Hill, and one of the things that he points out in The Law of Success is the mastermind principle. And when Keisha and I were talking, we, would, we had always talked about creating masterminds and creating events and doing different things like that. When Keisha and I were talking, one of the things that really stuck out was the mastermind concept. And I've always been a fan of mastermind and Keisha and I mastermind all the time because technically where you have two people, you can mastermind. Yes. Napoleon Hill talks about it in one of his books. I don't remember exactly which one, but he talks about not even needing a second person if you can find mentors and models of people that you want to be like. So he used back in that time, Abraham Lincoln or Theodore Roosevelt and basically have thought experiments where you're going into your mind and imagining those people sitting with you at a round table and masterminding with them. It is amazing what the mind is capable of doing just based off of uh, what you put in it, right? Yeah, yeah. The vision you put in it. So we're all about masterminding. We're creating more masterminds. If you've ever been interested in joining a mastermind, you want to learn a little bit more about the mastermind concept, definitely send us an email to mastermind at realliferoequity.com. Again, mastermind at realliferequity.com. And so one of the things that we really thought about was the gender differences between our masterminds. Now, Keisha and I will put together a mastermind jointly and have other people in it where it'd be a co-ed type environment. But right now we're segmenting our masterminds to male and female only masterminds. Yes. We think it's important, especially for men and women to be able to be transparent. Now, men have a habit of posturing in front of women or, you know, people that they're attracted to or who are attractive. And when you're in a room full of successful people, a lot of people become like, oh my God, I really want to be like that person. Let me posture myself to make myself look better. And so we figure if we can segment and really hone in on the problems that men have specifically, and then hone in on the problems that women have specifically, we can really address the issues in a more transparent, clear, and non-posturing way. That's correct. So even though as entrepreneurs, we're all trying to shoot towards the same goal in regards to success, women think differently than men. Men think differently than women. And even Justin and I, even though we're in alignment, we bring different cards to the table as far as our qualities and all that is concerned. So understand that a mastermind is truly the opportunity for you to literally take off every layer. Just think of an onion. You're just peeling back, peeling back, peeling back so you can get to the core of the Mm, problem and then truly dissect that thing so that way you can move on to the next level. The next thing is network. When we think about success, you know, Russell Gray talks about build your brand, build your network. Your network is extremely important. Keisha and I have been on a relentless pursuit of finding and building the right 
network. Yes. The old saying is, you're the average of the five people you hang out with most. It's because we're tribal by nature. Yes. And so if we take into account who we hang out with the most, we find their norm and their standard to be our norm and our standard because we start to adapt what it is that is normal in our tribe. So how does one create a network? Yeah. One thing that we stand by is be who you're becoming. Yeah, that's good. And and it's it's helped us. You know, sometimes they say fake it till you make it or, you know, don't be somebody you're not. Be who you're becoming is a more succinct way of saying fake it till you make it. Because you're not really faking it. You're being who you are becoming. Uh, we talked about this in an episode uh, a few months back, the be doing the have. If you are being and then doing, you'll always have. You, you first have to become before you can have. It starts in the mind. So we're on a relentless pursuit of finding the right network and building the right network. Who is it? Uh, you know, and, and it's not just money. Is it spiritual? Yeah. Is it health? Is it mental? Is it physical? Is it is it financial or economical? You know, who is who are the people that you're around most? And then take inventory of what it is you find valuable as far as your principles are concerned, as far as your integrity is concerned, as far as your your mission and vision and values are concerned. And then look around and say, OK, who are the people that I and if you don't have any friends, because we don't have a huge amount of friends, our circle is very tight. <laughs> yeah. But look at, OK, this is what we have done in the past. So if I catch myself eating a cheeseburger, for example, I don't eat a lot of meat. I don't eat a lot of bad things, nachos and all fatty foods or whatever. But if I catch myself starting to eat that, let me think who in my life mm. displays that character trait. That's very good. If I catch myself drinking more, who in my life displays that character trait? And is that something I want to not only replicate, but something I want to grow into the future? And if it's not, and if it's not, who can I find to be in my network, in my group, in my sphere of influence, who does something that I want to have in the future? Yes, totally agree. And just to reinforce what Justin is saying, don't start cutting off you know, your friends like that, <laughs> that does eat cheeseburgers yeah. or that does drink. Just be mindful of who does and then kind of slowly just kind of back up and lean towards where you're where you're going. You and know? they'll fall off automatically. Yeah. Because they won't or 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 <laughs> they'll take on your new habits. Very true. So it, it's not about just cutting people off. Give them a chance to take on the habit that you've already developed. By you leading them. Darren Hardy talks about it. There's people that you can spend an hour with. There's people you can spend a day with. There's people you can spend a week with. There's people that you can spend years with. Everybody has their place. And if you understand through that lens what person has what place, then you can make a more definite decision on where they are in your life. This is something that me personally, it took a while to realize and figure out. Yeah. And I noticed that in most recent years when I've literally changed my thinking and been very mindful of who I'm around, those people that are not meant to be in my life or only meant to be for a season literally just started dropping like flies. Yeah. But they've literally on, moved out of town on you. Some yes, of them. Yes, literally. And the thing is, not long after that, 
other people that are meant to be there for me to grow have just slowly moved into that space. There's now, been... if, let, let me be clear, because some there's some people that have moved out of town that are not that are still closely associated with us. And that is not to say that those people are the people that we're talking about. There are very specific people that were in quiche in our lives seven, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, who have moved out of town on us, or we moved out of town, we've come back and we can't find them. Yes. That's true. what we mean. You know, it's not necessarily the people in our life because we, you know, we're, we were in the military for a long time. We've had friends who, when I was working full time, I would, I had that left the state still are friends with them. I can go to Dallas or Fort Worth and hang out with them all day long. But they moved out of town and I didn't move yet because I had other projects, which we'll talk about here soon. But, you know, I had other stuff. So we couldn't go with them. We weren't in that same lane, if you would. I I think we talked about this in a previous episode, you know, kind of thinking about we'll fall out of the lives of people, too. Yeah, very true. And another thing with that is... If you remain in a certain mindset, you can hinder yourself from opening up other opportunities for yeah. you to grow. Yeah. So let's let's um let's kind of pivot a bit because I think we're giving a lot of you can, you can, you can, and we're not experts. We live every day just like the next. You know, right now we're recording. We have a eleven month old up upstairs. You know, watching TV with her big sister. Yeah. You know, spending time <laughs> with those two. I mean, it's. We are human just like you. And what I found is no matter how successful the individual is, they're human just like you. And you can be intimidated in the beginning. That's okay. If you're a little intimidated, that's fine. But they are human and approachable just like you. And if they're not, they're probably not the right person anyway. Yeah. But let's kind of talk because we said we were going to talk about how you can implement it in your life. So some of the things that we talk about when it comes to branding, we're very specific on how we build our brand, what we want to see. You know, we're looking at color schemes. We're looking at how we dress. We're looking at how we post on social media. We're thinking about how we come across in emails, how we convey in words, you know, how we have a presence amongst our community. How big of a resource are we? How are we connecting others? All of these things start to play into what is your brand? Yes. And To me, that goes back to the team. Yeah. Because when they understand the vision and the mission and they are given certain roles like, okay, you're over social media, you're over uh, the newsletter, they also can see things with us and understand what we're trying to portray to everybody else. Yeah. It's modeling at its finest. You have to model what you want to see done in your business. You may not have all the skills to do the thing, quote unquote, the thing. But if you model what it is that you want based off your mission, vision, and values, they'll take their skill set and add it to your mission, vision, values and create something that falls in line with what you're trying to do. All right. So there's another question that some of you have asked us, and that is knowing our history is real life, real equity only for real estate investors. And I'll let Justin answer. Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. Before we're real estate investors, we're entrepreneurs. You know, we're business owners. So when I got into real estate investing, I went to an entrepreneurship, quote unquote, mastermind group. It was a more of a think tank, you know, 
and I was the only guy that was investing in real estate. I was the the odd man out. Everybody else was running startups and tech companies and all of these different kinds of businesses that had nothing to do with real estate. Right. But when I got started, I always thought, okay, I own this rental property. This rental property is a business. It has a certain amount of income. It has a certain amount of expenses. And after all of that is said and done, there's a certain amount of cash flow. And if the cash flow is negative, I'm doing something wrong. If the cash flow is positive, I'm doing something right. And how can I make that cash flow grow? And if you think of your one property as a business and try to optimize to the best of your ability and learn from your mistakes, you can. Cre- you are literally creating a business. Yes. And that is something that we want to make sure that is understood when it comes to businesses in general, whether it's real estate or tech or owning some type of asset or thing. There are very similar things with that. No, they're the foundation of an entrepreneur and the foundation of a real estate investor are almost identical. Yes. Like we just we've been hitting on this really hard mission, vision, values, and it's for a reason because your mission, vision, and values are extremely important. And let me break it down because when I used to hear mission, vision, values, I would look at the big Fortune 100, Fortune 50 companies and I'd see some mission, vision, and values that didn't make any sense. It was like, okay, what does that mean? Your mission, vision, and values, your mission is, okay, what am I going after? How am I actually executing to get to my vision? My vision is like, the thing I see in my head when I think of my company. Your mission is how am I going to get to that vision? And then your values are what do you hold important to you? That if somebody did something to you, you'd be like, you know what? I'm not about that. I don't like that. I'll use an extreme example. If, you know, somebody's in your business and they're stealing, if your values are I'm down with stealing, you're going to go ahead and allow them to steal. Right. If your values are, we don't steal, I don't steal, I don't take from anybody, your values are going to be, we don't steal. Yes. But we also are, we still are real estate investors, real estate developers. I mean, we just finished the assisted living project. With, we have some general limited partners in that. We're going to do more assisted living. We're going to do more commercial real estate developments. So it's not that we're just into the quote unquote education. We're not an education based company. Let's put that out there right now. You're not going to see us with a whole bunch of programs and seminars and books and tapes and all these information marketing products that you can purchase. That's not the life we're about. We're very specific and intentional about how we build our business. You know, we do the mastermind thing. We have our resources group. We have our network that we plug people into strategically. Yes. We coach people. You know, we're big on coaching. I'm I'm a certified one thing business coach. So the one thing by Gary Keller has been a phenomenal book, phenomenal book. It is one of the one the books. It is one of the books that has completely changed my life. If you have not read the one thing by Gary Keller, it's not that long. It really is not that long. No, it's not. (laughs) And it's something that if you keep in your mind whenever you're trying to make decisions, it helps you create clarity. And when a billionaire teaches me their philosophies, I tend to listen. You know, Ray Dalio talks about it in Principles. The one thing Gary Keller talks about it in his book, just their philosophy on life. So I listen to the people that I want to become. And we don't know everything. So if there's something that someone is trying to achieve, 
because we have such a strong network, we can oftentimes direct them to a person within yeah, our network. Absolutely. You know, attorneys, mm-hmm. CPAs, tax strategists. I mean, all kinds of people. You're an entrepreneur. We're entrepreneurs. If we don't know them, you're typically only six. That, this was the thing, right? We're only six degrees of separation from the next person we need to be around. Yes. Nowadays, it's not even six degrees of separation. I could tell you right now, we are probably about three degrees of separation from the president. That's a very powerful thing. And if you were to think about it hardcore enough, you're probably less than five. You as the audience member. Yeah. From the president of the United States. Yeah. Just think about the people you're associated with and who they're associated with. And then who they're associated with. It is amazing how technology has flattened and leveled the playing field. So we're excited about all the things we're doing. We, we really hope you found some value. We talked about mission and vision and values. We talked about branding. We talked about the importance of your network, how we're creating resources for those entrepreneurs who are trying to get to the next level. The mastermind concept, if you have not read The Law of Success by Napoleon Hill, I highly, highly recommend it. Um, we're, ex- we're excited about the future. We have For had sure. <laughs> extreme growth. We have a social media and audience presence that is in the thousands upon thousands. We reach thousands of people every week. Every single week. It's very exciting. It is. It's not mm-hmm. only exciting, it's really humbling because mm-hmm. from where we began a little over a year ago, we never thought it would take off like this. And we're getting more and more guests who, you know, a year, year and a half ago, I would have thought would be a dream to talk to. And it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested. I mean, we had uh, uh, G.F. Griffin on the podcast, like... That's one of Robert Kiyosaki's influences. When I heard when I heard G. Edward Griffin and I read his book, The Creature from Jekyll Island, and I met him in person and him and his wife, Pat, on the summit at sea, I was just I was taken back. And then he we're having a conversation and I'm just like, I, I can agree with that. And then he comes on the podcast. He blesses us with his presence. You know, we've had some other really amazing people. Mauricio Raul. Yes. Like the, he is one of the premier syndication attorneys in the country. Yes. Just and, amazing guests. Well, and we even had Dave D, and I think that's oh, one yeah. that stands out. We Everyone has their own qualities. Everyone has stood out. But Dave D, he just left an imprint. He, he, was, he was, is, and has been for several years one of the influencers in my life. So when I had the opportunity to talk to him, <laughs> I was, yes, absolutely, let's, you know, you, he reached out to us. Yes. Yeah. And then after we got done, he he gave us a compliment. This is one of the best podcasts mm-hmm. or I've ever done. Yes. And I'm just like, really? Wow. And it's so humbling because one of the things that I heard from Patrick McDavid, uh, if, you, if you're not a fan of Valuetainment, not following Valuetainment, I highly, this is one of the other resources. We're all about giving resources. Valuetainment is one of the best YouTube channels on entrepreneurship and business. And he does some entertaining stuff on there. But... Um, Patrick David was talking about how you'll hit a level where you're executing and you're looking like, oh, my God, do people really know that we're executing like this and we don't even know how we've gotten to this point? I mean, and we we are strategic, but some stuff happens and it's just like, wow, how did we attract that? 
I will say this about Real Life Real Equity. I would believe that our one of our values is humility. Yeah. And just in this year alone, both Justin and I have had opportunities to be invited to other places, to be around other people, and it helps us stretch. Yeah. So one thing I can say to you entrepreneurs is that if you're standing in fear, mm. try to step back, inhale, exhale, and just let it happen. Yeah, go forward. <laughs> yes, go do it forward. scared. Yeah. <laughs> do it scared. It's, it's a lot of stuff that I said, oh, man, I can't do, I can't do, I can't do. And when I really started to take inventory and the law of success, I'm, I'm saying that for a reason, guys. I'm saying that for a reason. The law of success has really helped me to push the limits of my thinking, especially with visualization. I visualize every single day. You know, I take that back. I don't visualize every day. I visualize most days. And if you are not able to execute at a level of perfection, it is OK. Do not hold yourself to a standard that's unrealistic. Anyway, we're, we're excited. Like we said, oh, we're adding team members. We just had an interview with a guy who's going to add to our real estate development team. Heavy hitter. I mean, this guy has, like, I think his first project was close to $250 million. Wow. Extremely excited to, to add him to, uh, to J.H. Brooks & Company. Just some major things happening. As always, if you're not following us on social media, friend us, like us, you know, hit the heart button on Instagram, <laughs> hit me up on LinkedIn, we'll connect. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear more of. We've gotten feedback like this and we continue to iterate our podcast based off of where the market is going. So yes. uh, you'll start to see more video content from us in the future and really a bigger social media presence in general. With that being said, keep moving forward. We yep. thank you for listening and we look forward to next week. Absolutely. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Real Life Real Equity Podcast. If you would like to ask the hosts a question or be exposed to our podcast audience, visit our website at realliferealequity.com and submit a request. Again, that's realliferealequity.com. Or send us an email at info at realliferealequity.com. Again, that's info at realliferealequity.com. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week right here on Real Life Real Equity Podcast.